to SWAT Radio here on Wednesday, November 23rd, the day before Thanksgiving, and happy Thanksgiving to all of you from us at SWAT Radio as we get started. I'm David Gray, along with Doug McCary from His Light Ministries, and uh, we are coming on the air uh, with heavy hearts again today um, after talking yesterday about a a shooting in, in a nightclub in Colorado. Now we're just Getting some details, Doug and I, of this uh, shooting at, at the Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia. And we know that we have listeners in that area on WPMH. And so uh, you are in our, our prayers and, and certainly the families and the folks impacted directly by this shooting um, are in our prayers. So, Doug, a, a, t- a tough way to <laughs> come on the broadcast today. Well, it is. And, uh, you know, the, the, the newspaper articles are, are starting to uh, come out now, the news reports of uh, what happened, at least by witnesses, you know, people who were um, who, who witnessed it. And uh, the uh, the guy was actually an employee. Yeah, had been there uh, since 2010. And yep. uh, and, you know, it, it's just it's just so sad when you think think about that somebody would be so upset about whatever they're upset about. And, 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 you know, we talked about yesterday, the guy being bullied who went in out to the nightclub. Um, and, uh, you know, it, 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 it's just sad. Um, and you know, there were survivors. People said, you know, bullets went by them. Yeah. I just read that. Yep. Uh, they did, they didn't think it was real. They well, thought you know, it was, we, it happened so fast. Yeah. They thought it was some kind of, you know, what, test or drill. Well, or well, well, you know what? And the thing is, we are living in a time that, David, I don't remember a more violent time mm. in my lifetime right. than we've seen in the last few years. And just and, and just to bring it back to what we've been saying on Monday and Tuesday of this week, that, you know, we, we don't give thanks that we have anything like this, but we do give thanks even in the midst of this. Right that we don't go through it alone, that we don't go through it without a, a sovereign God who will take even something as tragic as this and bring good and glory to his name out of it. It doesn't mean he thinks this is good. No. I'm sure it grieves the heart oh, of God absolutely. to see this uh, violence and to see this. And, um, you know, it, it, it is, it's just sad. And so for our listeners up there, you know, I, I know that, um, uh, I think even there were three, um, Virginia football players that were that's part right. of the, the, the victims. That was a sep- separate incident, actually. That was a separate oh, incident the other day. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're so they on a bus, I believe. And I believe one of the, I may have this wrong, but I think one of their teammates that, but yeah. that was a separate incident. Yeah. Right? But, but I mean, but between that, right. And this, the 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 state of Virginia has had two mass shootings uh, now that were pretty yep. hard hitting. And so, if you if you're a believer out there, just lift up the leaders, lift up the spiritual leaders who can be a light and a resource mm-hmm. to those. Um, and you know, it, it, this wasn't a rifle. This was um, it was a handgun. It was a handgun, yeah. and. Um, 
And it's just sad, yep. you know. And, you know, you, you made great points yesterday about, you know, people question, you know, how could a the – nat- the question that you always hear, right, is how could a loving God, you know, allow this to happen? And And you made great points yesterday about the fact that God is not the source of evil, right? We live in a fallen world. When sin entered the world, the world was under God's curse, right, yeah, because yeah. of sin. Yeah, and God is in the process of redeeming <laughs> the earth and people, you know, into a new heaven and a new earth, eventually. And he's and he's done that through Jesus, and and Jesus is the firstborn of a new race, and and we are part of that new race. That's why Jesus is called the second Adam. Yeah, and and the 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 world is is gut evil in it. That's just the fact. And these kind of things happen and God is not the author of these things. But to your point, he doesn't allow his people to walk through these things alone. Mm. He 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 works through them somehow and we don't understand it all. We don't understand a lot of it, right? But he is sovereign and he will never Jesus said, "No one the Father has given me will ever slip through my hand." He'll never forsake us or leave us, mm-hmm. even though things are so difficult. And I can't imagine what it's like for people to go through this. You know, your family member or your friend goes to work like they do every day, and they don't come home. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine. And so I, you know, prayers are certainly with, with those folks. Yeah. And, you know, again, just so you know, violence is it, it, violence has no ethnic uh, so th- th- this has nothing to do with anybody's ethnicity this has nothing to do with all the division of political stuff that we know of it, it is just people who are hurt from something and they the way they work it out is through violence mm. and it's wrong it is wrong it is the same sinful act that Cain killed Abel from. I mean, he just, he was hurt. And God says, listen, sin's Mm. crouching at your door. And there are people like this all in the world. Mm. Most people are able to control it. They're able to not actually physically go through with it. But if you're listening today, we need to be more vigilant about having our ears open for warning signs and triggers. You know, the the young man uh, who opened fire in Colorado, there were flags in that guy's mm-hmm. life. There probably were flags in this guy's life that, that we will see in the next few days yeah. that will come out. But um, yep. uh, it, it's just so hard, especially, uh, you know, uh, the, he was the team lead there, and people described him as weird and paranoid. I mean, th- I mean, if people are acting strange, to, we, we live in a time now where it, it, you don't make fun of people for acting strange, but you certainly notice it. Yeah. You certainly should, if, if people are acting differently, um, uh, you know, um, I just found out that, uh, that people, you know, somebody over in Israel did something really crazy because... There's this thing, David, I didn't even know about it, called the Jerusalem Syndrome. People get over there, overzealous people who get over there and they take normal medications to treat maybe 
symptoms of you know psychosis or symptoms of mental illness and they get over there and they go okay i've seen this site whether it's a garden tomb or whatever and they go um god's heal me and they stop taking their stuff mm. but you know god may not have chosen to heal them but they just and then they go off their meds and they do really yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, as if some relic or site or something like that like, could yeah. heal them. Yeah. It's it's almost like the idea that, you know, it's, it's well, you see that in movies and in books and stuff all the time, like a relic or an object or visiting a site, you know, has, has special power yeah. when it doesn't. Now, is that, I don't know if you were getting to this, but I did read something about, explosions in jerusalem at bus stops well is that, that what you're that, getting to well yeah that, or is that, that something different well, that that is something different there is um um th- there was an explosion uh this early, i think it was early this morning their time over there and and there were two americans that were injured but they i think they were citizen u.s citizens who live there or who were working there and um you know somebody sent it to me because they they know we're leaving on right. friday but Again, um, anything can happen to anybody sure. anywhere. I Absolutely. tell people that all the time. Yep. You know, you can't live in fear. Now, granted, you're not going to go into the middle of a war zone, but but the the whole thing that happens, uh, what we don't realize here is they have terrorist acts going on there right. on a daily basis. Right, right. And we just aren't used to that. And they also have some of the best security in the world. In the world. But, but, but what we're starting to see, even though these aren't terrorist events, they're violent events. Other parts of the world, David, they get they deal with this on a daily basis. Right. right. And uh, really, when you look at our culture and the fact that we've extricated God out of our culture in a lot of ways, the power of God. Listen, we have churches all over the country, but do we really walk in his power? Do we really listen to him? Do we really let him guide us? Not in a superficial sense, but really, are we living for the gospel? Are we? Is that the priority of, of us as his children? I think overall, we have to be honest and say the church is not the church victorious here. It's the church impotent yeah. as a whole. And I, I, God has been extricated because the the salting healing influence of the church has been corrupted here it doesn't mean that it's gone away and it doesn't mean that it's not gonna be victorious but we need to get back to the word of god preaching the word of god stop being about entertainment stop being about making people feel a certain way it's not our job as leaders and christian leaders to make people feel anything yeah our job is to explain the word of God and help people understand it so they can be led by the voice of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I think our pastor, we mentioned Richard occasionally mentioned this recently and he was saying it a little bit tongue in cheek, but he was serious as well talking about it's not his job not to be boring. (laughs) And his point was not that he's going to try to be boring. And I love the line he uses when he says, I might, I don't want to be Dr. Somanex up here, but, um, but it's, it's his job to preach faithfully from the scriptures Hmm. and people need to listen to that. Like you always say is it's not Richard speaking. It's God delivering his word 
through the pastor. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to take our first break. We're going to come back and kind of get back into our Thanksgiving theme today, where we're looking at certain scriptures that offer praise and thanksgiving to God. And we want you to call at 844-777-7928 if you have a praise or a thanksgiving that you want to share. We'll be right back after the break on SWAT Radio. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look at the five and ten. Listening once again with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. A pair of hobbling boots and a pistol that Welcome you back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. Happy to be with you here on the day before Thanksgiving. We will uh, be running some uh, best of SWAT programs tomorrow and Friday uh, during the holiday days. And then uh, Doug will be leaving for Israel with a group of 32 people, 32 pilgrims yes. going to Israel uh, on Friday. And uh, so keep him in that group in your prayers and next week, uh, we'll have a few days of replays, but Brad and I, Brad Sykes, will be back. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, he's been away dealing with family issues and medical issues with his grandson, who is doing well. Um, but Brad is uh, planning to be here on Wednesday with me and uh, and then back on Friday as well. So uh, plan to tune in next week. As we said before the break, we're talking about... Um, being thankful and what the Bible says about being thankful and how praise and thanksgiving to God are, are so linked and intertwined. And we want to invite any listeners to call. Um, if you have a, a special Thanksgiving or somebody that you want to uh, thank on the air, we're at 844-777-7928, or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. And Doug, I was telling you during the break, I have a current particular Thanksgiving and that I found out right before we came on which sometimes happens, right, that my uh, grandson fell and kind of whacked his forehead and got a pretty good gash and wound up in the ER and getting stitches and all that. He's only four, so I'm sure that's uh, been a difficult experience for his parents. But he's okay mm-hmm. and uh, just waiting to 
see how the stitches turn out and how many he needs to get. But thankful that he wasn't hurt worse. Yeah, that's uh, that's a praise there. And you know, Dave, with this theme this week of uh, of being thankful in. I stress mm. in all circumstances, not because of all circumstances. I, you know, the greatest thing that any believer, the greatest gift they should be thankful for is that the God of all creation would love them enough to send his son to die for them and call them to himself in relationship to be a father to them for their entire mm-hmm. life on earth, he would never leave us or forsake us, but he would be there. And if we don't feel him, it's because you're not going to always feel that closeness to him. And it doesn't mean he's not there because it's not about a feeling. It's right. about the faith of trusting that his word is true. It's been authenticated, verified through centuries of evidence and he has called us to believe. And I, 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 every time I think about even just those statements, I go back to Thomas who says, my Lord and my God. And he said, you believe because you see Thomas, but blessed are those who believe who don't see who's not here. And we, we diminish that so often in our lives. And, and it's just a, a gift. It's a real gift. And one of the ways that I've reflected this week is, I've made a list of the people that were Paul's in my life that really built into me. And I've I've been calling them over the last couple of days, just telling them that, thanking them and telling them how much I appreciate the investment of God's truth. It's the greatest investment, better than any other investment anybody's made into me. I mean, uh, and I, when I think about those people, I just get real emotional mm. because it's been such a a gift from God. And so often we don't go back and thank those people. Yeah. And, and every one of them, I told them, I thank God that he brought you into my life. It, it, I know it's God, but he uses people. And maybe there's some people in your life that you're out there and you're listening today and you know, it, it wouldn't hurt you to just jot down a list of maybe some people that God's really used to teach you specifically about him, his truth and his, you know, the, his His uh, commands for us and why we should walk in them. And maybe they've been accountable, I think, in my life of Leighton Ford and, you know, Joe White and uh, Steve Farrar. Steve's in the church victorious now. Um, Lon Allison, who's in the church victorious now. You know, when your mentors start passing mm. away, it, it, it it's hard. But so many of them are still here. And I just wanted to call him John Mazel, who's a dear brother in Texas. And, you know, he he's just so gracious. And he's at pretty much getting close to the place where he's going to cross over. Um, and I, when we were having our conversation, I was talking to him. He said statements that reminded me about Paul's statements, you know, where he says, I finished the fight, mm. I've I've run the race, and he's been faithful, and that's what I want. But if you're listening today, you know, just let it – let this week not be a week you just take for granted. Yeah. You know, we God in his sovereignty has allowed us as a country to set this aside. You know, a lot of countries don't even celebrate Thanksgiving. Right. It's not a big deal to them. They don't mm. even think about it. 
But Dave, why don't you read uh, Psalm 100? And this is, you know, D- David writing this psalm. And I was, we, we've been, we looked at First Chronicles 16, where David prayed this amazing prayer of praise to God uh, for bringing the ark back. And he wrote several psalms: Psalm 96, Psalm 101, and 105. But uh, Psalm 100 is in that same uh, kind of, you know, uh, I don't know what the word is. The same kind of uh, thought about praising God. And it's just, it was one of the first Bible verses I ever remember, long passages I memorized in the Bible. And I just want you to read it for our listeners. And as as you're listening to this, I want you to think about you being led by whoever your mentor is or whoever God used in your life is leading this anthem of praise in heaven. Mm. I mean, what what a cool thought, isn't it, to think about this person and just reflect for a minute on these words as David reads them. Sure. Psalm 100, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness and come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name, for the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. May God bless the reading of his word. Amen. That is a, it's just a great reminder, you know, serve the Lord with gladness, praise him, Um, you know, his steadfast love endures forever, and we are so blessed to uh, have a God the one true God. He says all other gods are idols. They're made out of stone. They're made out of men's hearts, but they're idols. But the one true living God, Yahweh, uh, calls us if you're his, and he is there with us. And just reflect on that this week and and, uh, lead your family in that. Mm. Tomorrow, when everybody will be celebrating food and thinking about family, don't forget the father yeah who gives true life the father who gives us every good thing like we said yesterday nothing good comes from anything or anybody other than god right and i just wanted to react to something you were saying earlier and in and in reaction to that to psalm 100 you know you mentioned about our feelings that sometimes we don't feel god we we don't feel close to god or we don't feel his presence and and, you know, if we go by our feelings, our feelings are so fickle and so up and down. My, my, my emotions and feelings are all over the place, right? And, and I'm sure a lot of other people would say the same thing. But we go by God's promises. Mm-hmm. And I know that's what you were basically saying about, you know, the scriptures are true. They've been <laughs> verified over the centuries. and But but God's promises never change. Yeah, and And that's where we put our trust. In his promises, in it, because his character, his nature is such that his promises have to be true. Mm. They cannot be false. They cannot lie. It, it's impossible for God to to have anything that's sinful in his in his in his being because he's holy. He's holy, and he's and so no matter how we feel, and and I and I remember hearing a sermon on that once about don't don't act based on feelings, and I struggle with this because. 
man, when I'm down or when I don't feel like it, sometimes I don't do what I should do or I do the things I shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And yet the goal is or what we strive for is to behave and act based on God's word and his promises, not on how we feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then thinking about mentors and what you said, you know, it, I, I want to make sure I say it here. You've been a huge made a huge impact in my life and been a mentor to me. And, and, and a lot of guys at Ponte Vedra Prez as well and, and other places, if you had told me 25 years ago that I would be living in Jacksonville, Florida, I would have said, you're, you're crazy. You know, I would have never thought that you're that a Bostonian for life. <laughs> well, I thought that I would live there, you know, and I had lived in California when I met my wife and I was open to, you know, maybe being other places, but I never thought, Jacksonville, I you know, I would never would have thought it in a million years. And I've mentioned this before that there was a time in my life where I didn't have a lot of male Christian friends. I had some, but I wasn't that involved with them, and I didn't really want to be. And now I can't imagine have not having the relationships that I have. And God, you know, again, looking at the circumstances in hindsight, how I wound up here, it's so clearly God. It, there's just no question about it. And, and, and again, the relationships that he's brought into my life and the guys that he's brought into my life and the mentors. And I think of guys like Ken and, and, and Fletcher and, and guys that, you know, and like you said, some are on the other side, some are with, with, with Jesus. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm very thankful for you and for those guys. And, and, uh, and that's gonna, I know that will continue to expand, as long as I'm here, I hope it does. Well, so. we hope we hope so, and I appreciate those encouraging words. And, you know, if you're out there and you want to call and just express thanks to anybody, you know, they may not be listening right now, but, again, you can share the the podcast, the SWAT radio. It's posted every day, and just tell them to listen, and they can come back and listen. Yeah. But you don't know. They might be listening. You don't know. You <laughs> and know? the other thing I was thinking about, like you mentioned about making a list and maybe contacting people to let them know you're thankful for them. If you, if you don't get to it by tomorrow, don't worry about it. You can do it this weekend. Yeah. You can do it anytime. But especially around the holidays, I think it is a, a good time for reflection, a good time to reach out to people that you haven't talked to. And like you've been saying over the last few days, a lot of people are down at this time of year and do need Well, they some need encouragement. encouragement. That's Absolutely. why that's why if you're out there, call 844-777-7928 and and just share over there. You never know who you might encourage with your own personal reflection of gratitude. We are going to break here at the bottom of the hour for the news uh, and we will be back on SWAT Radio right after the break.
Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Doug McCary with you. Our last couple of segments before we break for Thanksgiving. And we haven't mentioned today the Christmas music lead-ins have started. I love that song. And I know thinking about it's on my mind that you guys are going to Israel uh, Friday. And Mm. I'm remembering being there. But when I hear that song, I think of one of the great spots over there is when we went to the Shepherd's Field outside of Bethlehem. And... um, you remember? It, didn't we go into the cave? Yeah, we did. I have a, and we sang. We yeah. sang um, a, a Christmas carol. I think we sang "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" in the cave, and the acoustics were unbelievable because you were saying the cave was probably Realistic. very similar to what Jesus would have been born in. And because um, we picture this wooden stable right, that's really right. nice. And it's you mean weird. it's not the shrine we went into <laughs> in the Church of the Nativity? But but anyway, I was thinking about when you stand there. And you're, you know, you're in these fields that may not have been the exact field, but it was certainly in the area, you know, yeah. where the shepherds were. And Jerusalem and Bethlehem are not that far apart. Yeah. And you're standing there, and of course, it's much more built up now. Mm. But standing there and picturing what it must have been like for those shepherds, probably a very dark night, mm. right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, the sky is filled with the heavenly host, you know, praising God, and the angels are there speaking to them. You know, as as Linus says in A Charlie Brown Christmas, Mm -hmm. and they were sore afraid, right? Mm -hmm. That's an understatement, right? I can imagine. But but I was thinking about what a miracle the whole thing was from the standpoint of apparently only the shepherds saw the angels, and Jerusalem was right there. Yeah. A few miles away. And and Bethlehem I know was just a little village, but but Jerusalem which was heavily populated was right there. And yet only and the angels it says filled the skies, but only apparently a few saw it mm-hmm. being the shepherds. So anyway, well, just a just an aside. Well, there. I you remember, I don't know if you remember the teaching I did over there on that issue that it was interesting to me that the angels came to the shepherds, but the wealthy wise men had to seek him. Mm. And yep. they, they, the angels didn't come to them. Right. They were seeking. The angels came to the shepherds. And you think about all the teaching in the Bible. And again, folks, it's this is not saying that it's wrong to have money. It's wrong to be wealthy. But Jesus himself said, it is harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom than it is for mm. a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Yeah. And um, by the way, that saying, there was a door. And you'll see one of those, those it, of you it, going it, to Israel. Yeah. There was a door that was like, uh, called, the, it, it was it was kind of the needle, the eye of the needle door. But um a camel going through it would have been very difficult. And, and, and so, so often, you know, we, th- when, yeah, yes. When we think of, uh, uh, David just showed me a picture, you know, and this is one of the problems. If you're listening today with the way we read the Bible, when we read the Bible, we think of a sewing needle, mm. you know, and because we think with Western Thoughts we think with yeah. that they didn't have sewing needles like that back then. I mean, they did have things yeah. that they sewed, yep. but not in the sense of like they they didn't communicate like that. Jesus used the everyday things yes. that were around 
and and he used realism. Like you remember the whole half mountain thing, you know, it's easier to move a mountain. Yeah. And you saw what Herod did. Herod actually moved half of a mountain yep. to build up a big uh, palace of a fortress. Right. And so when Jesus says, if, you know, you can say to this mountain, move, he's, he's saying God can do those things greater than even Herod. Yeah. And well, so, I was also remembering to your point when we went to Nazareth village, which was a village that was uncovered and restored to look like it would have looked like in the time of Jesus. But all the things that were part of the town were items that he used in parables, the wine press, the vineyard, the watchtower, right? All those things that were right around him are, like you said, are the things that he used in the parables. I thought that was really interesting. Village was great. Best lunch that we had over there. (laughs) So you're asking me to remember your teaching, and I'm remembering the lunches. Yeah, yeah so. you're thinking about that shows where your heart is right there. We need to we need to have a little prayer session here. Uh, well, you know, uh, really, if you're out there listening today, first, um, just thank you for being a listener. We're, we're grateful for the people who listen. And, and I, you know, I did get a uh, an email that I wanted to just uh, thank thank uh, you for. Uh, it it was. Um, basically um hold on let me find it it just said thankful that swat radio is on the air and that it continually in parentheses every program provides encouragement for the believers out Mm -hmm. there so thank you for sending that we appreciate getting those kind of uh emails and uh and again you're welcome to call and and uh, say thank you to whoever uh just remember them um and even if they're in the church victorious, you know, that's okay too. Uh, this is just a time of reflection and thanksgiving. And we just wanted to take a few days this week to uh, really share that and, and think about that. Think about the, uh, the things we're thankful for. You know, we, we spoke about first Chronicles 16 and David's prayer of thanksgiving. And we talked about how, you know, the reason David was thankful is because the covenant of grace the undeserved love of God that we all, if we're his children, have benefited from um, and how he rescued his people. Uh, Just like, you know, if you look through starting back in even um, Egypt, when God delivered those people out of Egypt, we are so much like the Israelites in the sense of he delivers them from bondage, from slavery. And Egypt was always a symbol of sin, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And they get out there, the first sign that the people might be in trouble if they have to depend on themselves, they don't think, okay, we're good because we're depending on God. They think, Moses, why did you bring us out here? Did you bring us out here to let us die? We want to go back to Egypt. Mm -hmm. They continually want to go back to Egypt. Now, we read that today and we go, wow. You know, I can't believe they do that. We do the same thing. How many times do we in our life, when we look at our circumstances and see that there's a situation that we can't control, and we what we do is we want to go back to Egypt. We want to go back to our own leadership. We want to go back to our own provision, and we scramble to try to figure out how to fix the problems instead of getting on our knees and saying, God, you, you can do this. Just show me how to walk yeah. through this. Yeah. I believe that you can do it. And, you know, I think of the Jesus feeding the, the 5,000, and it says he asked the disciples, hey, 
how are we going to feed him? And it says he knew what he was going to do, but he asked to test them. Hmm. So many times we go through these things, and God wants us to trust him. He, but, but there's no ability to display that trust if we don't go through some kind of difficulty, mm-hmm. something beyond our control. If we can take care of all our needs, we don't need him. Yeah. And that's, that's not what he wants, yeah. you know? And yeah. so uh, I think of that, what David said, he, he, uh, he praises God as being the God over every nation. Do you realize that means he's God over Ukraine? That means he's God over Russia. That means he's God over China. I think about all the believers in China who were in jail, mm. all the believers who've been tortured, all the believers who've been murdered. And and for the believers there who watch their loved ones murdered or tortured, and yet they ask us not to pray for them to get out of prison, but that they would be faithful witnesses. Oh, yeah. Lord, give us that kind of faith, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, as you've been saying that, one of the things you've talked about a lot, and, 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 it's, and it's the first point in the four-point kind of gospel outline, right, that we've mm-hmm. gone over where, where, where it's an easy kind of an outline to remember when you're sharing the gospel. The first point is that God, God's plan, right? God mm-hmm. created us to be in a perfectly dependent relationship on him. Yeah. And and because of sin in the world and the world we live in and our own fallen natures and our own pride and especially in American culture, mm. we're taught not to be dependent on anyone, mm-hmm. right? To be self-sufficient, mm-hmm. to be self-reliant. Now there are aspects of that in terms of living, you know, I suppose that our from an earthly perspective, from a human perspective, are are understandable, right? But we we have that ingrained into us. And I think it's hard for us to kind of let that go and confess our need for total dependence on God, Mm -hmm. right? And then to your point, but when we go through things that, that might bring up our mortality or make us very aware of our mortality or, or make us very aware of our need, and we turn to God in dependence, then that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why <laughs> those things happen, right? Like mm-hmm. you said, if we went through life and everything was great as believers and, and we thought we could handle everything on our own, then would we turn to God in dependence? And, and, and even if things seem to be going well, that's a mirage, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because yeah. it's not going well in our own strength. Anything that goes well, like you said at the beginning, is from God. And 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 when we start to get off track in realizing that, then he might yank us back in a way that isn't necessarily pleasant, but it produces, what does that Hebrews passage say, right? Mm-hmm. It produces a harvest of righteousness for those who are trained by whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the training is tough. And, and speaking for myself, sometimes, you know, I've needed to be whapped upside the head a lot to kind of get it through my head, right? That the training in righteousness can sometimes, because we're stubborn and prideful and sinful, take a while. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it does. But But, but he's so gracious, and that's why we're constantly reminded that his love endures forever. Yep. We, we don't have to fear losing his love because we're flawed. Right. And Moses is a great example of that, isn't he? He is. Lots of examples, right? We're going to take our last break of the day here on SWAT Radio. Call us, 
at 844-777-7928 or email at ask at swatradio.com. We will be right back. Stay with us. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Joy to the world. Joy. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Doug McCary, glad to be with you here on the day before Thanksgiving. And uh, again, hey, hey, what are you doing for tomorrow? I am. We are staying at our house, and we uh, actually bought some food pre-made from Fresh Market, and uh, so my wife doesn't have <laughs> to do not, as much. You're not cooking. doing a turkey. We, well, we are from from Fresh Market, and my daughter-in-law is bringing a ham, but we're having our whole family at our house our kids and our grandkids and our our daughter and son-in-law and we were supposed to have a couple of other folks that uh might not have had a place to go but that didn't uh those folks are did have some place to go in the end and so as of right now it's just going to be our family and then my sister who lives in jacksonville and her family hopefully they'll come over later in the day for for dessert yeah um and there'll be some desserts, apparently, as there always is. But uh, we're just staying home. And I know, so what are you doing? Well, we have a couple of gift cards to Fogo de Cayo. Or de Cayo. Do you know the Brazilian steakhouse at Town Center? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we made reservations for us, and they have the best bacon like they do a brunch and it's like this black pepper bacon that it's got like this honey not honey like a maple taste with black pepper and it's crispy and it's like 
crack cocaine. (laughs) Anybody just tuning in and just heard crack cocaine? No, no, no. Get the context. No, it's bacon. (laughs) But you just, it's, uh, I have to repent uh, because (laughs) it's so good. My daughter goes, Dad, please don't take as much bacon this year. It is the best bacon but anyway are you going there for brunch then yeah we're, well we're going there for our our lunch okay. it's kind of our lunch but it's our big meal okay well and, that's good and though, because we're going be out busy. of town that's yeah right. we're going out that's of town right. and so uh yep. we had these gift cards and we had them for a, over a year and so i made reservations like two months ago because yeah you can't get in there i'm sure it's, it's busy. like so many people yeah. Yep. But, uh, yep. and you know, one of the things they just cut meat at the table, they just bring it. You want this, you want this. Finally, you say, okay, I can't eat any more meat. Uh, you know, yep. my arteries are going to be stopped. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Uh, I'll have, uh, I'll have the check and an angioplasty, right? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. as an added bonus for us though, tomorrow night, uh, as Patriots fans, the Patriots are on the Thanksgiving night game so uh, we get to uh the patriots get to are they still too. a thing i they, thought after i thought after brady left yeah, they were still a thing, thing. <laughs> they're six hanging in there six and four so we'll see yeah. what happens but uh you know i just as a quick aside to you mentioned you know what we're doing i have a i have a running joke with my daughter my youngest since she was a little kid now i'll preface this by saying for those of you out of town gate gas stations gate is a big brand of gas station here in jacksonville and Whenever she would ask me if we could do something fun, mm-hmm. especially if it cost money, right? Can we go to Disney? Can we go to this? Can we go to Boston? I would look at her with just as much excitement and I would say, no, but we can get a hot dog at the gate station. Mm-hmm. So my joke with her around Thanksgiving is we're we're getting turkey hot dogs, you know, from, there the, you ga- go. from <laughs> the gate station. So anyway. Well, um, hey, it, it is we we only have a few minutes left. We'd love for you to call in at eight four four seven 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 nine two eight and maybe share a Thanksgiving tradition or or maybe a, a word of gratitude uh, for somebody that God's brought into your life or something that God's done in your life or just to make a comment. We've been talking about a lot of different things today and this week and. Um, we're certainly grateful that you listen and thank you for the emails and the, the calls and uh, just being a part of SWAT radio, you know, SWAT radio has been around David. Um, when we finish December, it'll be six years. It's hard to believe we've been on air. It is long, hard to but, believe, yep. but God's been gracious to allow us to do that. And, uh, we just hope that it's encouraging you to be in the word. Our desire is that this would be a platform to explain and emphasize the word of God and that you would, um, you would grow in your understanding of his word, which would lead you to grow in your understanding of him and his son, Jesus and the Holy spirit. And, um, that's our, our prayer. Uh, God's word is our starting point. It's the very first value of SWAT is God's word is our starting point and our authority. And one of the reasons I love going to Israel, David is, because uh, we go over there to see all these places that we've read about our entire life mm-hmm. and to see where it took place. And like you said, the evidence there, you know, uh, one, just one quick thing that we get, one place we go to is um, we go to Caesarea and, you know, until the 1940s, people denied that there was a guy named Pontius Pilate. Mm-hmm. There were actually a lot of denials and a lot of scholars that said 
Pontius Pilate was not a real historical figure. But in the 1940s, they discovered, archaeologists discovered a, um, a piece of, uh, of rock over there that had Pontius Pilate's name inscribed in it from around the time period. Yeah. Uh, there and just like they found the thing we see that has uh, the sons of thunder on it, the sons of Zebedee, yeah, over sons of Zebedee, and, and, right. and that's in Capernaum, right? Yeah. So uh, those things, every archaeological discovery has affirmed the veracity of Scripture. There's been no archaeological discoveries that have dismissed right the veracity of the Bible, and that's one reason you know God. God has been sitting on the throne for thousands of years, uh, well, since eternity, and he watches and he watches man and he laughs yeah. as man says, this isn't true or this didn't happen because he ordained it and he's unfolded it. And so I hope that if uh, you're listening today, the greatest gift that we give thanks for is Jesus, obviously, and, and the fact that we can have a relationship with the Father but the gift that tells us about him, the gift through which nobody would know about mm-hmm. him, if his word, think about David, you know, you know how many times in history they've tried to destroy the word of God and, and they're think, still trying. Yeah. Think about it. If, if God's word was destroyed by a culture, every, think about it. If every copy of God's word was destroyed, what, what would happen mm to the world that we live in. Right. I mean, we, we see effects of little pockets of people who've not allowed his word, but think about it. In fact, I remember Brad's brother-in-law, Tim, when he was on, talked about one night in a youth group, they said, uh, if God's word was destroyed in your city, how many Bible verses could you come up with to kind of reconstitute anything? And he said it was one of the most humbling questions mm. asked because most they could most they could come up with is about twenty five verses, thirty verses. Yeah. And think about that. Yeah. I mean, like uh the Jewish people, they memorized not Matthew or or, or Matthew's a long book, let's say Galatians and I've memorized the whole book of Second Timothy, but they memorized Genesis, mm. Deuteronomy. Right. Exodus and Leviticus, large portions of that, and they could quote it because they didn't have the copies that we've got. They had to rely on memorizing and yeah. teaching their children to memorize it. And so maybe this year, as we're reflecting, we give thanks for God's word, that we can read his word, right. the written word of God that tells us that our God reigns. And he says that in, in um, he says that in uh, the that you know the uh, the word that we were reading through uh, David, you know David's First uh, um, Chronicles yeah. sixteen yep. at the end there. Brad called me. He's uh, why he's calling. Uh, Brad Brad Sykes <laughs> is calling. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell him uh, he I'm screwed gonna, up on the time zone. Yeah, yeah, he's in yeah, Central yeah, Time. Yeah, yeah, he's forgetting I, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm going to text him and say <laughs> call this. Number. Well, you know, you know, you were talking, Doug, too about about. Um, the word and, and about Israel and about the uh, no archaeological finds. Everything found has been in support of what the Bible says. And it got me thinking about, and whether you can go to Israel and experience this or not, it, it, it yes, it's wonderful to be in Israel, but we, you can experience this even without being there. But I have the thought, 
when I and I had it when I was there that the God of the universe, and now we're seeing these photos from this web telescope, right? Of the yeah. of the enormity of the universe. And yet the God that created all that stooped <laughs> to become a man and stand and live on this earth. Yeah. And and I think that's one of the things that when I was there struck me was that the God who created all of this that we can't possibly get our heads around about how big and how vast the universe is and what's in it, that he came and stood and lived here so that we can be reconciled to him. Yeah. And it's, see, it's more than just, it's, it, I can get caught up in just the, the, the thought of, okay, God came here and the history and all that, but why? Why did he do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, you know, you you were talking yesterday about Kate's gotcha day, the day you adopted her, and you have five, right, that you've adopted. And I remember in a curriculum called Sonship, kind of put together by a a, a, a pastor named Jack Miller, uh, yeah. who's now with with Jesus as well. And in it, he talked about you might hear of a governor or a president pardoning a criminal. But how many then adopt that criminal and bring him into their house to live with them and yeah. become their father? Yeah, and and that's even a bad kind of illustration because it doesn't do justice to what God's done for us. But that's the idea mm-hmm. that God pardoned us as criminals, lawbreakers, criminals, and doesn't just pardon us and say, "Okay, you're not guilty," but He adopts us into His family forever, yeah. and is our Father who loves us, like you said, and. And doesn't see our sin and our law breaking anymore because yeah. of Jesus. Well, uh, David, um, thank you for being in here and uh, being a part of uh, the SWAT radio family. And, Always happy uh, to be and, here. And part of the SWAT groups, man. I appreciate that. You know, it's funny, Brad, this shows you how long Brad's been gone. Brad said, uh, sorry, I just realized you were on the air. <laughs> okay, that he's, he's had been, other things. Yeah, on his yeah, mind. he's been, he's been gone a long time. But anyway, <laughs> folks, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, from SWAT Radio, we just want to tell you thank you. Keep us lifted up in prayer. I'll be in Israel for the next 10, 11 days. Keep us lifted up, David. You'll have it with Brad maybe while I'm gone. So, for a, cu- a couple of days, we'll yeah. have some replays on other days. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving, right? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanks for listening. And we will be back, at least in part, next week. Yeah. See you then. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening 